Winnipeg's Northern Royals are back with a brand new single produced by legendary Garth Richardson. The new song, Waves, I Want It All, is available now on all platforms and at northernroyals.com. Coming August 1st, 2020, Black Eyed Susie presents a new single, Lost in a Lie. For more information, visit blackeyedsusie.com. All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. Uh, you know, as usual, I'm doing the remote thing, and uh, the guest this episode is someone who's been on the show uh, a few times. I think it's probably two or three now over the years, but I- I've been kind of wanting to talk to you for a while again on the podcast because, you know, over the course of this whole pandemic thing, we've been talking to people about just how how, how it's affected them and how bands have had, you know, tours canceled and records canceled, and you guys, I think, went through some oh. serious problems with that. So maybe that's a good place to start off. Uh, yeah, so we had altogether about 120 dates this year, Yeah, uh, including lots of, like, uh, festivals across Canada where, you know, like, as you know, we've been working really hard for the last, like, four years, and um, we've finally gotten up and built up enough team yeah. that we uh, booked about uh, 100 dates in the U.S., coast to coast, over about five tours from march to november yeah uh yeah and it was looking good it was going to be a huge year for us uh yeah so yeah we started hearing about covid in uh in about january and it was still like in china and like around there yeah so we were like okay hopefully we'll be okay <clears throat> and it didn't really start sinking in uh we we left we we, we had some recording dates to do some demos. I, I think I sent you those. You did, yeah, they were cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, so we did those in February, and we were just getting ready for the tour. Uh, so March 12th was the beginning of our first, it was like a month-long tour through southern U.S. and, and west coast of the U.S., two weeks in, in California. Uh, it, was, it was beautiful, Sam. Yeah. It was beautiful. <laughs> um, and, you know... Like getting to play our meccas, you know, getting sure. to play like San Francisco and two or three dates in Los Angeles and like, you know, um, you know, Chicago and uh, heading down to New Orleans in yeah, the summer. Cool, and, yeah. You know, just all these places that are so uh, musically relevant for us. So, uh, yeah, so we're, we're, we're packing up and we're, we're – March 12th hits and it's our first day and we're uh, going to Fargo uh, and and as we're leaving the city uh, we hit a Walmart and it's like been it's been like scavenged sure. like the vultures have gone in we're like well we'll just pick up some some hand sanitizer and just make sure that we're sanitizing whenever we enter and leave the van yeah, yeah. and all this stuff and we picked up some rubbing alcohol to like Anytime we went into a venue, we just wiped everything down, you know, just to be safe. And all the venues were great. We got three dates into the tour. But as we're leaving that first day, uh, we're listening to CBC and they're like, oh, the first recording of uh, a Corona case yeah. today. 
uh, like March 12th. And then, and then it starts and we're like, fuck, fuck shit. Oh geez. We're, we're screwed. And, uh, and then as we, we cross the American border and like customs is fine. It's all good. Um, which is great. Um, they mispronounced and kept on mispronouncing one of the band members names, which is super dick move. Yeah, yeah. But we're like, don't, don't correct them because if we do, it's just going to start trouble and yeah, we yeah. don't want to deal with, you know, so we get into the U.S. and we start listening to NPR, and NPR is like we're listening, like oh my god, okay. And uh, I, I think we stopped at we stopped somewhere in like Grand Forks to grab a bite to eat, and I checked my phone like because I didn't have any data, so yeah. I had to hook on to Wi-Fi. Uh, you know, because crossing the U.S., like you kind of lose all your cell connection. Sure. So we go and and we pick up like um, a SIM card and like just but and then and then I hook onto some Wi-Fi and I get all the emails from our U.S. Western booking agent being like, all of California is being canceled. Wow. Um, and it was just like, yeah. And then so so we play Fargo and we don't know what's going on, but we're like, fuck it, like let's just. Let's just play and have have a good time. Well, you're already there great. too, right? You might as well might as well do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And and there was like a bunch of people uh, at Fargo, and we met some really great musicians. A guy came up in like uh, a guy named Cold Sweat, okay. uh, who um, who uh, raps and is like really heavy, and he does like he kind of does what like Super Duty does. He has a lot of live bands oh, cool. that back him up, and they're really groovy and funky. So, um, so. Yeah, so he just came up and freestyled, and we just jammed with him. And he's like, "Yeah, that was great. Like, hit me up when you come back." <laughs> um, so, so then we, so then we go to St. Paul on the Friday night, and uh, again, another nice night. A bunch yeah. of people bought merch. Yeah, gas is super cheap in the U.S., which is great. Uh, we end up doing really well because we're being paid in U.S. dollars as well. So, uh, and then, and then it hits, and then it hits. We get all this news, and uh, and then we're in after the after the gig, we're in um, we're in the hotel room, and we like made the decision uh, to to go home, and uh, we called our manager, who's from uh, West Virginia. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, Taco, who we recently hooked up with, and he's he's been great, and he's hooked us up with an East Coast agent, cool, cool. Uh, Matt Matt from Loose Leaf, and they do a lot of great work and work with like. A lot of higher, um, so, so they've worked with bands like it's weird. So there's like so there's Royal Agency Group who handles like Snarky Puppy and Christian Scott, okay, and like Kamasi Washington. Nice. And Matt, Matt and Loose Leaf have worked with a lot of their side projects and okay. like gotten support slots for like Ghost Twin and all these great bands. So we're like, oh, this is exactly where we want to yeah, be. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, that's awesome. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really nice. Um, it, it was very promising. Yeah, it would be nice, I guess, if the COVID didn't happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we, we, we make the we, we make the choice to to, to stop and and uh, cancel the tour. And man, it was brutal. It was awful. Like we had been working so hard, and I'd been working so hard to promote and yeah. set up like five tours and routing and pitching and. Uh, yeah, I everyone left the hotel room and, and I just like cried for like an hour. It yeah. was, it was, I was so, I was so exhausted and just like, I, it felt like, um, a year of my life and a year of my career yeah. had been stolen, you know, like, like nothing, like I managing a family and taking care of myself and working full time and doing the band. I did everything I could to make sure that the band kept going. Yeah. 
And having a kid, well, being a successful musician is not an easy task. Sure. And I told myself that nothing would ever stop me. And then the universe comes and puts <laughs> the one thing. Yeah. So, that, it's, it's horrible. I felt so bad for you guys when I would see your, you know, your Facebook posts and stuff about like, cause you were oh, kind yeah. of like documenting this as it was happening, right? And just it was like, oh no, they oh, went yeah. to her and like, you know, yeah. But how do you, how do you make any of that up? Like, can, at this point, like, I know it's so uncertain right now, but are you hoping to be able to go back there and sort of redo as many of those places as possible? Uh, yeah. So initially we thought, it would blow over in a month. Yeah. Because we're stupid. I think everyone we hoped that nothing. though, right? Like that was kind of the hope is that it would be. Yeah, oh, yeah. With, yeah everyone yeah. was hoping. So we had, we had a, a May tour. So we had like May and June, all of July, August, some dates. Like, like we were booked. Yeah, yeah. So as it kept on going, the realization. So when I got back home in March, I self-quarantined at a holiday inn for a few days. And then went home and I just started emailing and we just decided to push everything back to the to the fall. We're like, okay. yeah, we'll take the summer. Summer's fucked. Yeah. Uh, and now it's become so much more than that. Like, sure. we're like, okay, we're, we're, we're hoping for April. So pretty much um, I feel hopeful for the future because I feel like we worked really hard to make strong connections with yeah. our agents as well as the venues and festivals. Like, we worked hard promoting these gigs that didn't happen. And then we continued to, after the fact, be like, hey, we're going to come back and still keep and we made a lot of strong connections so most of the venues that we have booked just postponed us to next year okay and they're like yeah we would love to the music's great you, you, you folks seem to work really hard and uh you know we were investing like thousands of dollars in no doubt in yeah. geo-targeted instagram and facebook ads and like building a buzz and like reaching out to hundreds of media outlets yeah and every 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 version of witch police all over the north sure they're America. everywhere yeah they're everywhere yeah 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 yeah, yeah. every every city has their great music blog or music podcast yeah. and someone's so we doing reached it right? out yeah. to everyone yeah so we made a lot of connections that we're still in touch with and Good. some of which are going to be putting out live streams that we were pre-recording so and being presenters so there are ways that we're navigating through this yeah but um yeah it's just not and, and all of our festivals got pushed back. Like, luckily, I think all but one have rebooked us for next year. Nice.
uh, it was really hard because um, this year, um, after working so much, um, our artist guarantees have, have gone to the point where after me paying everyone yeah. a seven-piece touring bed, I was finally going to make money. And uh, we, we've broken we've broken even on a couple tours, which has felt great. Yeah, for sure. But but how it looked projected with like ticket sales, events were selling really well. Uh, we we're getting paid some festivals two plus grand for for a slot, cool. which is great because that allows me to make money after paying everyone. Yeah, and, yeah, that's and nice. Feeding yeah. everyone. Yeah, so it was really promising that I was going to make money this year, but uh, <laughs> uh, we can keep those dates intact and you know be realistic. Some you know those great paydays might go down a little bit as venues weather the storm sure. and rebuild their their treasure chest and i'm hoping that venues hold out because you know like even with us booking this park show it's sold out it's sold out now and i yeah. mean it's it's great that people still want to i think once it's safe and hopefully a treatment or fingers crossed a vaccine yeah, yeah. um uh, I, I think it's going to be like the roaring 2020s, you know, music's going to come back and everyone's going to be like, yes, party time. Well, people are waiting for it. It's, it's going to be, I've been so long by that point. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do, do you think that this, like there's going to be any kind of permanent effect from this on, on the way that just the whole business operates? Yeah, uh, I do. Um, well, Live Nation, if you've been following them, they've been pieces of shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm well known I'm, for that. Yeah. I'm really, ho- yeah surprise surprise um and they have like now a monopoly and that one uh you know there's that one dude who owns live nation and controls everybody uh like yeah like 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 majority shares in other companies like pandora and a couple other things and all this stuff so um i do think i would like to see um a breaking off point like hopefully some venues are like you know what like speedy live nation this is this is crap yeah um but um, unfortunately like every festival you know and love across north america live nation has a stake in it like okay. like for the majority so we want to play like these jam band festivals that draw and like like down there it's not a joke you know yeah, it's you huge yeah. jam band yeah in canada it's like yeah okay like there are some sweet bands and festivals doing that stuff but down there it's like you know like um gathering um gathering of the vibes and rockin and you know like um uh summer camp like these big festivals that are like a hundred grand plus yeah and like live nation has like monopolies and all those even in the jam band and jazz festival circuit you know like there's there's big money there so i'm i'm afraid that um to get into those we have to like you know kiss the ass of, of those people but i'm 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 hoping that um you know, there, there's some, I don't know, you know, like, cause the music industry has kind of been brought to its knees, yeah. which is also like, it's nice. Cause like maybe some of the horrible elements will get flushed out. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. But I, also, I've, I've been asking a lot yeah. of people that question because it does seem like there's an opportunity potentially for independent bands to, to be on the same footing as some of the larger bands, just because everything's in such yeah. disarray. Right. So I don't know what has to happen, but if something can happen that those bands can sort of like leap over the bigger ones and sort of get into that position. And maybe <laughs> I, I, like it's maybe a pipe dream, I think, but you know, it would be cool. It would definitely be yeah. cool to see the, the, the DIY scene kind of taking a spot that it, it's earned, but doesn't get because of like, we were just yeah. saying, you know, yeah. What, what I, what I think, cause, cause it's like, 
it, it could be um th- there's there's some danger in it as well because the music scene is such in a weakened stage and yeah. the musicians will usually get the shittiest end of the deal i feel like uh there might be some ta- getting taken advantage of or some deals might get made that are not in the best interest sure. of the community to ensure a certain few's future yeah, I um, which is how I feel. Generally, COVID has gone. Like you've seen horrible, generally horrible people or uh, a lot of corruption taking advantage of certain things. So, um, one thing I think is a positive of COVID in general is that everyone's super hyper focused right now. Yep. Um, you know, it's weird. You know, like we're not no, not everyone is working forty to fifty hours a week, so there's a lot more time to to um, look at things. Sure. Um, so. I don't know. I think it's going to be a really interesting world when it, when whatever the new normal is. Yeah, I think yeah. in the music industry, a lot of music is being created and a lot more people are, um, you know, wanting to take back a little bit of... Um, and I think it's been going like this for a while, actually. Yeah. Because the labels don't have as much power anymore because there's not as, you know, streaming kind of like undermined because labels didn't want to deal with it. Like yeah, it blew everything ago. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they didn't want to f- look at it, and they thought it was like you know, like a lot of labels just weren't willing to work with streaming. So, but I mean, now they're making tons of money off Spotify. Yeah, they are. Yeah. The new Spotify deal with Joe Rogan. I know it's um, crazy. That kind of like, ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, uh, that that made me so mad. Like yeah. I, I was like, <laughs> like throwing Tupperware on the ground. And I, oh. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Who who knows? I I think there will be a lot of positives, but also like. You know, like anything, I could see certain things coming that are not so positive. Sure. But um, I know there will be a lot of bands playing, and uh, I think I think it might remove a lot of bands that weren't entirely in it or for weren't in it for, like, I think a lot of space is going to open up for people who, because there's not going to be potentially as much money. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think it'll, like, yeah, at least to begin with. But I think um, I think bands are getting smarter actually um, in learning how to like use digital. Like we're like personally, we're cleaning up our social medias. We're learning. I've been just like listening to tons of podcasts yeah. about like you know social media and marketing and how to properly connect with your audience and find them. And like I've just yeah, I just want to do that and uh, make sure we have a stronger base that when we come back to touring we can come out swinging and like yeah, yeah. do a lot of groundwork now. So yeah. Cool. Cool. So I'm trying to see the positives.
what yeah. are you what have you guys been doing since this, since you came back? I guess from the aborted tour, like what's uh, have you been able to get together as often as you would like, or have you all been sort of off in your uh, own bubbles? We had about three months where we were off in our own bubbles uh, during pretty much from March to like mid June, okay. uh, and we would have like a weekly hangout on Google Hangouts, or we would play some online board games, yeah, yeah, and just yeah. shoot the shit, or or have like happy hour with the band type thing where we'd all bring our favorite drink or a glass of wine and just hang out, uh, which is really helpful. Um, it was really nice because um, I know time got super weird during the lockdown, you yeah. know, like days didn't seem to matter. Like <laughs> it was, it was definitely weird. But, strange, uh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so we, we actually started writing a lot. Like I got into home recording a little bit more, just cool. like really amateurish. So we had bounced tracks back and forth. And so we actually have a bunch of material written that we're actually working on. Uh, and we started, um, we put together that low, lo-fi video. Yeah. So, uh, the response has been great from that. So I think we're going to try to do a couple more of those when the second wave hits cause Pallister wants the CFL to come back. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so now when we most likely go into, uh, another lockdown, Part we're going to yeah. put another couple of those. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and now we've been jamming since, um, June 18th was our first jam back and it felt, it felt so good. Sam, like, uh, people ask, like, what was it like? I'm like, it was, like, so rusty. Yeah, I bet, yeah. And, like, we were so out of practice, but you literally couldn't slap the smile off my face. I was so happy just to be in a room with my band. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so that's been really great. Uh, we just recorded, for, um, or we just pre-recorded a live set for Jazz Winnipeg at cool. the Alt Hotel. So that'll be airing at the end of August. And then we're doing a couple more uh, lo- like live streams for different presenters, a couple festivals you're supposed to do, and then uh, a couple venues out in California are interested in presenting, which is great because they have like big followings out there. And yeah, it's a yeah. way to like get out there. Without like, getting to, like, out showcase. there, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that way we can hopefully build some buzz and bring some people in when we actually do get out there. Um, so yeah, so we've just been doing that, writing. Uh, we're going to start recording our our. F- so we have our third album already recorded, okay. and we're going to start recording our, our fourth album in January with uh, Ben Kaplan, who recently just won a Juno, actually. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so uh, he's worked with Five Alarm Funk, like Bootsy Collins and and Dre. Nice. Or sorry, Snoop Dogg. Nice. So um, so so, but he's also worked for like a lot of rock and folk and like indie. So uh, we really like him. He's out of Vancouver, so uh, really looking forward to that. And cool. That's, that's about it. So, I mean, honestly, like, um, oh, oh rewind sorry, a second. You said you, your your third album is already it's already done. Yeah. So um, when is that coming out? Uh, well, we're tentatively looking at the end of March. Okay. So our plan, and I say this like this because yeah, yeah. COVID, you know, who knows? Could be in a phase uh, three. So yeah. Exactly. Got, yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, so we've got, um, yeah, we've got a release show booked. Uh, for the end of March, okay, and then our plan is to start touring on that album uh, right after, and pretty much supplanting all of this year's shows to next year. Uh, and then, if we can't do the U.S., um, we do have a lot of Canadian festivals for the summer of next year, and then we're looking at Europe. Cool. Uh, instead, um, it's probably a safer bet, actually. Yeah. And, 
<laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, I just, I, yeah. I'm just choked because we did all this work in the U.S. To, like build a lot of connections. Yeah, but we can just do that in Europe too. You know, um, <laughs> minus like not speaking English, sure, their language. Um, but uh, yeah, so we've got the third album recorded, which was recorded at the same time as Don Offerings. Okay, so it's been um, a while now. It's been sitting there. And, yeah, yeah, and we've slowly been releasing tracks from it. Like we're, um, yeah, I, since all this happened, I just wanted to release a single mm-hmm. like every five to six weeks. And then I've been giving away, like, um, I don't know if you've seen, but like uh, I've been making posts, like, you know, if you follow us and post a screenshot of you following us yeah, on like, that, yeah. YouTube or Spotify, I'll send you an unreleased because we have like an archive of all of our live shows that we cut up and mix and like so i i honestly want to be like a digital bootleg band you know how That's the awesome. grateful dead have like have like this huge catalog of bootlegs I love we, that, yeah. we record so many of our shows and and that's just like endless content and that i can give away to free for free to our fans and then yeah. it, it promotes like them to like be like hey like give us your email and i'll send you this and, that, and we can stay in touch better and i can send you more stuff down the road that's awesome. So I'm really yeah. happy to hear that because I find that a lot of bands these days and a lot of people in general are, are definitely not thinking of what they create as being permanent. Like so many people are in like this, this Snapchat brain set where mindset where everything disappears after like a week or something. So they, they'll record something on like Instagram yeah. live and then it's gone. When like my whole thought about music is you should be recording everything, record all your practices, record all your shows, because you yeah. never know who's going to want to hear that one day, or if you're going to want to hear it ten years down the road, and maybe take an idea from that and, and turn it into something new. Right? Oh yeah, and there's so many bands that I've... that like should have done that, and there's so many great bands Winnipeg has had over the years that I wish they'd recorded, you know, even even two shows out of a hundred because all they have is like one EP mm. or something and it's, it's just gone. Right. So I'm glad you're doing that. This is, it's, it's like, it's like the Prince method where you have like a vault of, of stuff that even if it never gets released, the fact that you have it is, is useful. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I mean, like now it's just so important and so, um, like, uh, like, uh, invaluable. Like we've yeah. just been like, um, yeah, it, it just keeps us connected and we can just like give our fans treats, you know, like, thank you so much for staying with us. And, uh, you know, here's here's something like here. You know that song you really like. Well, here's an alternative life. Yeah, because yeah. What's nice about this band is, is that it kind of like it changes from show to show. So, um, or like or like we've given out demos and be like, you know, like you know, you can have this demo, but like, let us know what you think about it because we don't know if it's going to make it onto the album. But you know, if a hundred people are like, oh, this is amazing, it's like, okay, well, obviously we're gonna that's put the this song, on yeah, the yeah. Album, then. yeah.
Is there danger of um, the songs that you recorded for this third album, since it's been a while since you recorded them, is there a danger of those seeming like old news to you guys? Like once you start taking them on the road, have you progressed kind of musically or even like style-wise past that point? And then you have to kind of go back to that to play the shows? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we've been playing the, these songs in shows for like a year or two now. Okay. Uh, so... I think we keep it fun for us uh, live anyway. Like we'll change things or um, I, I guess it's kind of like the beauty of our style of music totally. or what we do. Um, but I still love those songs. Like uh, even if they're like old, yeah. there's still like things that I've really enjoyed putting together and playing live. And I mean, if the audience is digging them and it's like a hot show, I'm not going to be like, Oh rats, we have to play this song. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah. That's, great show like uh um but i mean we like our band has the luxury of like you know what we've played this song this way for a year now like let's open it up in this section or like you know do a key change at this section you know um but also the thing is is that we've been like uh, a couple people who know our music really well have been like oh you played this song so much differently than you do like uh, from from the first record, okay. our songs that we're still playing from from each day a different sun. We have three of those songs still in the set list, but they're different now. Like we've like messed around with the arrangements a little bit. Cool. What happens? Like uh, which keeps it fresh for us. But some people have been like, "How come you don't play it like that anymore?" It's like, I mean, we've been playing it like that for four years. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, come on, you know, like, um, but you know. Well, you know, you mentioned earlier about about the, the next one you're working on and and who you want to produce it and stuff and then your plans there. Is, is there are you kind of hoping for a different type of sound by working with someone who has that experience doing rock stuff and folk stuff and all these different genres, rather than working with say like a straight up jazz producer, right? Yeah, because we worked with Keith Price. You did yeah, and that was an awesome. Two. That worked out really well, right? Like it sounds it sounds great. So yeah, yeah, Keith Keith taught us a lot about music. Um, that we still will bring up in rehearsal, you know, like we'll like still talk about that. Um, I don't know if it was like, I don't know if it was conscious, but the band is changing. It's it, not that we're changing its sound. It's just, I feel like we're realizing and 
God, this is going to sound so pretentious. And I'm so sorry, <laughs> but I feel like we're realizing what Apollo Suns is now. You know, like okay. like we've made three albums now, and we're kind of shedding off our our direct influences. So what is it's it now? Like what is the kind of final form of the band if if it <laughs> if it has attained its final form? No. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's attained its final form. I don't think a band ever really <laughs> no, does. No, you hope not, right? Uh, yeah. If, yeah. If if we're gonna, I, I guess, I guess the Rolling Stones have, but they've been do they hit their <laughs> final form in like not like nineteen sixty eight. Yeah, yeah, sure. And just yeah. been like sucking at that teeth. Yeah. For a while, but I mean, not to say I don't love the Stones. XL on Main Street is a fantastic album, but um, I think now it's like um. I don't know. Like it's not it's not progressive rock anymore. Okay. There are still those elements. It's jazzy, but we're also like, I don't, man, we've been playing around because we're we're with this new new album that we're starting to work on, and we're like, we're being way more meticulous about it. It's okay. not just a group. It's not a group of song. It's not a it's not a batch of songs. We were trying to make a a, a consist a continuity like a, a concept that has continuity. And it's harder to do that without words. Sure, yeah, absolutely. But we want to, but we want to make it like a full. We haven't released a statement for that. I think you know we we've put out albums that have nice songs that fit together nicely, and I'm proud of the stuff we've done. Sure. I think they're good, and I've enjoyed them, and they've done well. But um, I, I think we're like being way more um, uh, not not hard on them, but like we're like okay, like we want to make a full. You know that that you can still extract songs from and release singles from. Obviously, well, that was what I was going to ask, right? Know. Like, how, how do you take something that's as meant to be kind of an overarching thing for, that's best listened to from you know very start to very end, and then realizing mm-hmm. the fact that people are going to listen to it in some weird random order and maybe just grab snippets at a time because everyone's so you know their attention span is so small now because everything's on Spotify or streaming or like you know press yeah. one button and well, skip to a new playlist. artist. Yeah, yeah. So how, how do you how do you keep the yeah. integrity, I guess, of the overall concept when you know that's probably how it's going to be listened to yeah well i mean even like some of my favorite concept albums do have singles off of them yeah sure you can still yeah so i mean we're gonna do that but um i mean we're we're still going to we do have a couple songs that are meant to be more like straightforward that can fit into that context because we want to you know like uh Oh, I, I don't want to give too much away because we're still like keeping it close, but okay. it's like we've been talking about like more of like a cinematic vibe to it. Like not like a lot of people have talked about our, our songs like being like soundtracks mm-hmm. or like more like um, journeys of them, you know, like like it's but we still have some pop structures in there like verse, chorus, bridge and stuff like that. So we've been kind of like throwing around like the idea of like being like a cinematic groove band where we still, it's like, ah, I, I don't even know how to describe it. We're still so like in the, like the, the con, uh, the conceptual, okay. um, yeah, phase of it. But I don't know, like from all the new stuff we've been writing, I'm, I feel really good about it. I'm like, I think it's the strongest stuff that we've written and it's like maturing and, yeah. um, yeah, and That's I mean, good. we've been playing them live. Yeah, we've played them live uh, a couple times before we got hit with COVID, and uh, the response was really good. So, cool. Uh, I think I think people will dig it, but it's um, we're, we're like shedding more of our influence. Like, 
we're we're like working our influences more in, but becoming more of like not just like like replicating okay. Snarky Puppy or uh, King Crimson or sure. blah 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 or this band or that band, you know? Like it's uh yeah. Yeah, it's more subtle. Like it's it's, it's uh, there, but it's not it's not overpowering the listener where they're like, Oh, this is obviously a nod to that record or this artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. So uh you know, obviously the the pandemic's still happening. We don't know when it's gonna end. You guys have these big plans hoping to, you know, next year once things presumably get back to normal. What is the best way for someone who's hearing this now to find out what you guys are up to as far as, you know, whether it's new songs you're recording or releasing or if you decide to put out a single or even if they want to go back and hear the old records, what's the best option for them? Uh, well, you can follow us on Facebook. That'd be great. Follow okay. and like us. Um, follow us on uh, Instagram. We're very active on all of those. Uh, if you want to stream us um, and not pay for it, uh, Spotify is great. It does help <laughs> us. If you can hit that, hit that follow button, yeah. that helps legitimize us a little bit and like be an active listener. And uh, if you want to see us in videos, YouTube, of course, we've got a bunch of playlists of that. And we're going to be putting out our own playlists uh, of just like stuff we really like. And if you want to get to know the band more of what we listen to. And uh, we're also thinking of doing that for Spotify. We've kind of started the the story of Apollo Sun's uh, Spotify playlist. So it's going to be an ever growing, like I'm going to change it up. So it's going to kind of document from the beginning to like as we go, like what what songs have been, you know, our favorite tour songs and kind of give stories of why these songs are there. Cool. So if you want to get to know the band more that uh, musically, that'll be a great way. And uh, yeah, if you want to purchase anything, Bandcamp, we're on Apple Music. Uh, Apple Music pays more than Spotify, by the way. Cool. Um, and Bandcamp, we see like 78% of a sale. So And then there's you know, those days every month too where you can get everything, right? Those, they do like one day a month where exactly. the artists can get 100%, which yeah. is awesome. I love that. That's super cool. Yeah. And I guess like but, uh, yeah, it's... physical copies, right? Like those, presumably you just have to buy those off Bandcamp at this point because everything's, there's no shows happening and everything's closed and everything. Yeah, I mean, if you want to buy anything from us or uh, a shirt or anything, you can just email, or not email, um, you can message the band. You can email us too. But I mean, if you just want to send us a message uh, over Facebook, I I answer those immediately and I will even send a thank you note (laughs) by by spending your serve payments on an Apollo Sun shirt. (laughs) Right on.
Red Baron, and uh, it's been in our repertoire since the beginning. 